I have a feeling that it was a little bit like a battle of wits between Vizzini and the Dread Pirate Roberts. <laughs> Isn't that what Wesley is at yeah. that point uh, of, yeah. the, of the yes. movie? Yeah. He He's still in black, dressed so as a pirate. So who is who in that? In that oh, scene? Jose's Vizzini. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. 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 I'm involved in a land war in Asia. <laughs> Alright, welcome to our latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast. <laughs> That's so stupid. This is David Smith. This is C. Mason Colgate. <laughs> this is Hingle McCringleberry. Yeah. <laughs> we had a blast leading up to the Sunderland-Everton match on Monday uh, on Slack. Yeah. And just decided we were going to... Sponsor gonna... us. Yeah, please. We, we've, <laughs> we've talked about you enough. Uh, we just, we just started going into all sorts of Irish and Icelandic riffs on names. I wish I could have, I was actually working during that time. I couldn't contribute as much as I would have liked to, but I, my phone kept blowing up seeing you two Mm -hmm. go back and forth, which is fun. fun. We decided we'd introduce ourselves that way today on the pod. I love it. Yeah. You can explain more. You can explain more why Mason Holgate ended into the Got into the oh, so I messed up. Now I actually owe Dave a public podcast apology. Last week, yeah. I ended with a very eager buy sell, which made total sense on paper. Sure, saying that I was going to sub out Virgil for Mason Holgate of Everton. Right, Holgate is he has scored very well through the first three match weeks, and so it was uh, it was necessary that uh, Virgil needed to come out. I figured Mason Holgate, easy replacement in. He's doing so well, he's not going to be bothered by the international break. Well, I forgot about one young Seamus Coleman. Seamus. And no, you uh, can say Seamus. There's no H. I brought shame to, to Dave. Shame he by actually listened. He actually listened to my bicep. I didn't listen to my own bicep. I, I thought it was Virgil. good advice. Yeah, thank you. I, bought, I, I kept Virgil. For, honestly, I had to use my transfer on a striker and so i did and uh, but i saw that you had put mason holgate in your lineup in both our budget league and our draft league yep screw me yeah sorry about that dude appreciate that scott you unintentionally sabotaged me well done <laughs> yeah good work. i can't intentionally do anything right yeah, in fantasy soccer no. i'm Except- brian i'm brian by the way not i'm not hingle mccringleberry <laughs> I'm sticking with C. Mason Colgate. Sure. Yeah. Sure. All right. So uh, we're not going to go into no, we, any more. We, we can't. We already had more intro than we should. Which, there are yep. so many topics to cover, yep. both with fantasy and non-fantasy soccer-related information. So I think we just need to get to the matches. Let's do it. On to the match. Starting with maybe the best one of the entire weekend. It was also the first one. Manchester United won. Manchester City Two. Lived up to the hype, Brian. Yeah, I think so. It was really good. It was a. It was. Uh, I mean, a, I guess a little disappointing for me because Zlatan didn't score a Zlat trick. Yeah, he only got that one. Yeah, sure. It was a nice one. It was. It was enough to put babies to sleep with lullabies playing in the background. He had to be exact on that kick. By yeah, the it was. Way. It was very. That impressive. was unreal. Yeah. And. and I tell you, I seem to be impressed with the camera angles sometimes of the Premier League. I mean, they get some perfect, like, the, the angle behind Zlatan on that kick was awesome. I think the, of the, I, I maybe I say that because I was, 
I guess in rooting interest was a little more rooting for a, a more balanced final score. I was kind of hoping, hoping for, for a draw. I was hoping a little more for like a two-two or a three-three draw. Oh well, Dave, as an Arsenal fan, me as a Liverpool fan, sure, we should have been hoping for. A we draw. were. I was hoping for a draw. Sure, so that both clubs would would stay back with the rest of the table. Yeah, yeah. So I was a little disappointed to see City win, but it was a big win for City. And if Aguero is going to be out. The other goals, you know, we mentioned Zlatan's for United already. The City goals came from all the right places too. Kevin DeBrowna mm-hmm. and Kalechi Promise. Yeah, my boys, both my boys. Ianacho. Yeah. For, for Manchester City. So, that was the one bright spot. I, I feel like I wanted Ianacho yeah. in my lineup, but just could not pull the trigger on it. 10 fantasy points, Ianacho. DeBrowna, man. That dude is good. KDB. In he is both good. in both real life and in fantasy, if, yeah. especially if he's going to keep oh, putting no in goals like that, goals and assists like crazy. What yeah. does it say when City can get this win without two of their best players in Vincent Vincent Company Vincent. and Aguero? It means that they're really good in their early season title. Fans. And as good as United has been, they're still not comfortable yet. I think in certain positions. No. Well, is that, is that fair? I mean. There were a couple like, of guys like who were there, playing. There's still some things that aren't ironed out. Yes. Like I don't think we've seen the best United team yet. Kind of two things. Not that we've seen the best City team yet either. One, for DeBrana to go back to him. This is three straight matches with an assist. Plus he scores. He scored or assisted on 37 and a half of City's goals last season. Wow. And and he. But I felt like he didn't play that many games. And he didn't last play, year. and he missed. Yeah. Eight weeks or whatever it yeah. was with his yeah. knee injury. He's well on his way to better this year. He's t- 10 and a half, which is going to keep his per- his ownership down a lot. He's only 6% owned. He's that was still the 6% per, per the Premier People. League. Now, own Kevin DeBrown. Now, hold on no, a second. But in, that's what, that's what the, his... the Premier League site itself is saying because of the price, and I think because of people like Aiden Hazard, who I picked up, who's a little cheaper, that his ownership is not going to go up a ton. That's crazy. Well, now, now in fairness, his last four weeks, his first four games, yeah. first week two yeah. fantasy points, second week four fantasy points, third week six fantasy points, this past week 13 fantasy points. <laughs> oh, he jumped. He broke the pattern. Yeah, so, he got, I'm sure he got bonus points this week. Yeah, when you get man of the match and whatnot, yeah, you get that stuff. So. Now, he did... Pick up a slight hamstring tightness. Slight knock? Slight. So they're currently the Premier League site is calling him 75% chance of playing. He'll so play. He'll, he'll play. They're starting to build play. a little lead where they can yeah. they can no, rest. Too early. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna they, they have a deep enough team. They, they they could rest. They him can rotate, yeah. And it's true. Play Nolito. The second there, thing I was gonna say is concern for United. No one on the team other than Zlatan had a shot on target. That's interesting. Is that surprising to you? There yeah. were other shots. Not saying no one not, else took a on shot, target. but no one else had a shot on target. It is well, Marshall wasn't playing. Came in. That's late. another thing we can talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. They did some shuffling, and I was gonna mention when you were talking about United struggling and not finding their groove yet. That I think that was a part of it. Part of it was that 
they did move some guys around. A couple of guys were playing out of position, and and those who were even maybe in their position were still unsure about the guys around them who were different. It it definitely felt like once they had to make some changes in the lineup, everything went a little haywire. I feel like most of the time, it's not as obvious as it was in this match. The the uh, tactical battle between managers. Oh, so fun. When United looked horrible in the first half, they came out in the second half and they, they a couple made of substitutions. Yeah, a couple of subs at half. They made some changes. And one of the one of the Robbie, it wasn't Robbie Musto, um, it was one of the Robbies, the other Robbie on, on NBC. I heard him talking, credit to him. But he was saying how once Ander Herrera came in, which I never really looked upon him as like a defensive midfielder, but he was playing in front of the defense. It freed up Fellaini and Pogba to go box to box as opposed to them having to hold their responsibilities in front of the defense. Yeah. And that's what changed at halftime for United until United looked a different team the second half. I mean, Pogba was invisible in the first half. Largely a lot invisible. of people would argue he's invisible for the game. And I yeah. think he is not completely comfortable. He hasn't been there but for three or four weeks. Completely comfortable where he is. I think Mourinho is possibly still trying to figure out where to play him. Listen, we talked about this before. I've said this before. I don't think he's going to be a great fantasy-owned player. He no. is not a amazing goal scorer, and he's not a huge assist guy. He'll probably finish a year with eight assists, eight goals. That's about kind of what he does every year. It doesn't surprise me, but he hasn't figured out exactly where he is best in the proper formation, and he might need to change some formation because, listen, Rashford... Rashford needs to play. Rashford deserves to start, says Jose Mourinho. Yeah. yeah. He's earned it. His personality is big. He is mainly a number nine. If you want to play him in different positions, we need to work him. We need to improve him. But his big personality is there, says Jose Mourinho. Be a sky I think, I think Jose's just saying, look, we got to get this guy's too good. I, I got to get, right. get him on the field somehow. Zlatan says he's going to take over everything. He just needs time. He's a mini Zlatan. I, Zlatan loves him. I would be surprised if Rashford's not playing this coming weekend. I would agree. I feel like he would be a safe fantasy play. The problem, That's what I was going to say. Yeah, go ahead. What I was going to say is he's 6.8 as a forward. Would you, if you knew he was starting. It's like a, is that a point better, higher than Negredo? It's 0.3 more than Solomon Rondon. <laughs> Jeez. It's 0.3 higher than Shane Long is right now. Oh jeez. He's definitely worth it then. I, I think there's if no doubt. play, he's worth it. Yeah, of course. Well it's a slight risk. No, Mourinho can be unpredictable. But he's well, saying all the right things, like you just quoted Brian to, to, to say that maybe every time he gets out there, he's he changes the game for United. He changes yeah. everything for them. Yeah. Uh the other story was the son saying that McTarian is not happy about his of course about, not. about his, where he's playing. He wants to play the number ten. He finally got in the lineup in this match, and he played out of position. Yeah, yeah. and he got subbed and out of halftime. And, and he was probably a little, a little hurt. Yeah, like actually yeah. physically hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very emotionally hurt. Slightly and physically. Emo- yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing with that though, it's it's sort of like the Ramsey Ozil. Let's not not to bring everything back to Arsenal, but Rooney McTarian both going to end up. I mean, Rooney's if Rooney's probably not coming out of the United lineup. He keeps ruining things for everybody. Can we just say that? 
He Rooney is, is Rooney ruining? is ruining things for everybody. Rooney. That's been what? the whole conversation during the international break about when Rooney would retire and when should he retire. The fact that the fact that they have to play him if he's in the squad because he's Wayne Rooney, the captain. He's he's holding back the entire club uh, and and also country because he's got a better player. He hasn't player been than, playing bad though. He's not the reason they're playing well. He's not the reason they're playing well. And here we have an issue where McTarian is. He's he might not be world class, but he is he is he's a, pretty he's close. A really good he's player. international level player. Yeah, he's a good player, and he is being forced to play out of position. He's being forced to sit in the bench because Wayne Rooney is the captain, and he has to play. Rooney is ruining it for everybody. Well, Rooney's not. What is Rooney telling Jose? You know, oh boy, hey, here Jose. comes Rooney defender. Hey Jose, you better play me. Or you're out of here. I mean, that's not going on. Use it in his no, role, boy. He doesn't have to. Hey, hey, Jose! <laughs> Rooney's got like a... Yeah, he's up there. He's got a Mickey Mouse voice. He doesn't have to. Just Suck. by being there. Wayne, don't send your people after me. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. All I know... All I all I can say is... I'm it, defending you, Wayne. It, and that's to your detriment, I think. Fair enough. He is, he is getting in the way everywhere mm-hmm. he goes. And it's sad. I can't he's a disagree- great... He's a great... He, he had his day. I in can't disagree with that. Player. I can't disagree with your point. He's in the way. I just don't know what you do. You, but I don't think it. his performances have been as bad as you say they are. You trade him for Raheem Sterling. I just find it fascinating that we talked before the season started about how Mourinho... <laughs> I'm just moving right on. About how Mourinho... <laughs> we said that he settles in on an 11. And right. He and, but he hasn't he, yet. It's has great he? for fantasy. He did right away with the defense. Yeah. He seemed too up front. Uh, before the international break, mm-hmm. then you know we had some injuries. It was a weird time with the international break. Uh, guys coming back late, not being ready for this early Saturday start. So he had to shuffle things around. And all of a sudden, from the midfield forward, it does feel a little like he doesn't. He has too many players and doesn't know where to put them all. Yeah, that makes it hard for fantasy. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. By the way, uh, uh, no word on whether or not that Manchester wine summit occurred. No. Obviously, Pep and, and Jose in public saying they were willing to bury the hatchet and they're and troubled. I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say. <laughs> if you want the headlines, if you want to, if you ask me to whine, I would say yes. <laughs> Brian, you made a, a perfect analogy on what that wine summit would have. I have been. a feeling the wine summit uh, involved some iocane powder for anybody who's <laughs> seen the Princess Bride. I have a feeling that it was a little bit like a battle of wits between Vizzini and the Dread Pirate Roberts. <laughs> Isn't that what Wesley is at yeah. that point uh, of, yeah. the, of the yes. movie? Yeah. He is He's the Dread Pirate. Black, so who is who in that? In that oh, scene. Jose's Vizzini. <laughs> yes. Yes. We're going to get involved in a land war in Asia. <laughs> <laughs> that is... Look. There's two things. There's two things that everyone knows, right? Yeah. The only the only part that I we I was struggling to come up with is exactly what is the metaphor of Buttercup blindfolded sitting there. No, the, I think it's Scott's right. I think it's the Premier League trophy. It's either the Premier League tr- trophy. It could be just the honor of uh, of winning the the Derby. But, sure. Which how fitting though is it that you know Jose would have the trophy next to him? Yeah. Having won it a couple of years ago at Chelsea. Sure. And Pep's a new guy. Pep has won the match. He's won the first. And of uh, course, it's Pep that initiates the battle of wits. 
knowing that he, he's built up he his has immunity. The, yes, he has the he has the upper hand, and he knows it. All right, I have one more question on this match, and then we, we'll move on to the yeah. next one. Claudio Bravo, how did he do? Oh my god, magnificent! Okay. No, says Nolito. Keep, keep going, Brian. Keep going because he every himself is said, "No, I felt good, good, yeah. comfortable." No, he no. did not. Pep. No, he did not. Yes, he did. Claudio had one of the best performances I've ever seen. I have never seen so much crap come from people defending a player with how bad a player was. Cla- Bravo, if he continues these types of... He is the only reason why he's not a goat of this game is because City was so good everywhere else. that He, he was... was- Horrible. He was unlucky in the situation because I think he clashed with John Stones, and this sometimes happens. It's football. That is says true. Pep Guardiola. That is true. The play that led to the goal won't happen in a month when they are familiar, more familiar with one another. Oh, listen, that maybe part is true. Maybe, but let me tell you something. Someone better get in that guy's ear and let him know that. Remind him that he's only six foot, Scott, <laughs> and in the Premier League, guys are taller than six feet. Joke. Unlike possibly in La Liga, where everyone seems to be five foot three and under. Stop it. Okay, so Including all I'm saying, all I'm listen, I, it's fair. All I am saying, all I'm saying is for a goalkeeper in the Premier League. Listen, David Ospina, vertically challenged. Okay, he's a great goalkeeper, but he's vertically challenged. He's got hops, as Wenger likes to say. Bravo, can listen. He was so vulnerable coming out of the box. How many times did he come out of the box and try to try to punch things or get several? He can't will teach get size. I can't believe he will you didn't get say torched you... if he continues to do that. I can't believe you didn't say he, you can't teach size. You, well, you can't, Brian. You there just was, can't teach size. There was one point in the match where I think it was De Bruyne uh, was uh, he passed it back to the halfway line, and I half expected his pass was going to Bravo, oh and I was because the pass went off camera a little bit, and then the, the camera zoomed back, and I was like, oh, that's not. Oh, Bravo's not at the halfway line. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's, Listen, he... I'm not doubting him. His foot skills or other things. His decision making coming out of the box was pathetic. And it got in his head, and he got a little jumpy. Little oh yeah. Antsy. And uh, it definitely showed. And, and it I could have been the presence of Zlatan, but, Brian. But, uh, maybe, probably <laughs> not. Might maybe. have gotten in his head a little bit. <laughs> but I think that antsiness that everyone saw yeah. is the reason why they're all saying good things about him post match. One, can I say one last thing? One last We've thing. We've been so, everyone's been so bonkers about Raheem Sterling because Raheem Sterling's been so unexpectedly efficient. Better with Pep. Yeah. You named it. You called it. Cold water on Raheem Sterling a little bit. Uh, he only played the 59 minutes, which when that happened. Brian, that made you furious. I was not? furious. <laughs> and why? Only- Explain why. Well, we can get into this more later, but in order to put Raheem Sterling into the lineup, based on his up to this point performance, I had to sell Roberto Firmino. <laughs> I that is the stupidest thing I've done yet. After a good Only week, this week. I, uh, after can't... a good week, I have a good of other good decisions that I made. It was the worst decision that I made so far this season. Your more more than great. owning Andy Carroll to start the season. <laughs> wow. Following leasts for City, he had 31 touches total in the 59 minutes he was out there. Yeah. The least of any player for City. 62% pass completion, the lowest of any player for City. Did not attempt a single dribble, Raheem Sterling subbed off for Leroy Sané. 
after 59 oh, minutes. Interesting. Dave, please defend it quickly. No. It's one bad game out of four. Yeah. I, that's the only thing I can say. His other games have been really good. He was amazing before the international break. Sure. So, I guess I'm just thinking of all the all the talk leading up I to this was know. he can play Pep saying he can play striker in place of Aguero. That that's the type of no. thing that they okay. were saying about Come on. Him. No. He did that for Liverpool. That didn't work out well. I'm just saying. No one misses the net more than Raheem Sterling. That's maybe not I don't have statistics to back that up. That's, that's just perception. That's the Liverpool. Uh but I will say in in Sterling's defense before their Champions League match was postponed, he was in the lineup. So maybe that speaks to how Pep feels as much as anything else. Ha I tricked you into defending Raheem Sterling. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I hate you now. For Brian that. wins the Battle of Wits. Luke Shaw, Hammy, may, may, we'll see what happens to him. Yeah, I noticed that. Uh, By the way, that he, that's when that's how Martial got into the match. The sub on for Luke Shaw. Valencia Thank you is a lot. an amazing player. Yes, he is. Uh, City, they're at Watford. United's at Watford this week. Yep. And City gets might get company back this week. Maybe in my draft league, he's just and, been riding that and pine. You, waiting and for we a also start. might see Ilkay Gundogan. Yes, yeah, he was going to be on the bench for the Champions League at home against Burnmouth. Pray for Burnmouth. Eddie Howe's going to have those oh, fighting boy. cherries ready to go. I hope so. Don't you doubt that? I don't know. Next match: Arsenal two, Southampton one. Come on, you gunners! Arsenal get the win. Koscielny with the first. Santi Cazorla with wow. a late, wow, late penalty kick. L- listen, and we'll get into this. That Koscielny's goal is one of about five this weekend yeah, they were that awesome. could have been like goal of the of the match week. Mm-hmm. It was Koscielny had like a bicycle kick off of a deflection, and it was amazing. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, just Arsenal's second win in their last seven attempts. Versus Southampton. There's two. There's two teams. There's two teams that Arsenal the last few years have struggled with. Don't know why. Southampton's one of them, and Chelsea's the other. Chelsea typically is a good team, so that's understandable. Yeah, but but Southampton has kicked. They kicked the Arsenal's face in last year. Like they beat them four zero one. Yeah, week. but at home, you know, the last time Arsenal lost to, to Southampton, Southampton at home, no. 1987, David. It's a long time, but I'm I'm thinking draws, and I'm also thinking that 16 they... wins and six draws. You're thinking too many draws. Maybe think yeah. more wins, David. Think more. That I might be to. the problem Listen, with Arsenal. Arsenal just needs a little bit of time. Peter Check, fantasy owners of Peter Check, were disappointed to see he was yeah. credited with an own goal. Oh, brutal! Tadic's free kick definition of Brian, cheeky. You loved it. Yes, it I was, did. It was bizarre. It was like this slow. It wasn't like he it, took it quick. It was, but quick, he didn't but kick slow. it hard. It was quick but slow. It was a. It was a such a. It was such and a brazen. I think even Czech thought it was going s- over. Yeah, it was such a silly attempt. Like he didn't even like so really perfect. try to like dive and save it until like the last second when it kind of dipped. Hits, hits the, the under night underside of the bar, which is Brian's favorite shot. Yeah, it's best best shot in soccer. It's check. Hits checks back and bounces in. Yeah. I mean, what crap luck? Yeah, and unfortunately, you know those are own goal points against Peter Check. So his brutal fantasy his points, fantasy value got hammered. Yeah, on that play. 
Uh, Shane Long, we talked about how the presence of Sofian Buffal at the club was going to diminish his playing time and his fantasy value. Buffal is hurt, but that still didn't stop the diminishment of Shane Long's fantasy value. In our new segment that we are going to call Shane Long, good God. (laughs) He did sub on at halftime, played half the match, but uh, yeah. Not the best. Southampton misses... Graziano oh Pelle, my goodness. so Just, much. He, come on, Dave. Shane Long could have easily put two in. There's no doubt. They, I mean, they were right there. Listen, they, there's no doubt that Arsenal Chelsea'd their way to a victory this week. Yeesh. They, Shane Long. They ripped the page out. <laughs> it's sad because for all the... For, it's the reason why... I want to. I want to half defend any ranking that I had or any talk of Shane Long going into the season. Right. The guy when I mean he was it's not from uh, he, a lack of being in the right spot. No, He's and it's not. That. And it's not. An, it's not a lack of. It's not like. It's not like un, total incompetence. Right. He. It's like he can't put. I think I saw somebody else say that. Just like no power behind his shots, yeah. and then just missing. It was. It, it's I almost mean, like he's just forgotten how to score. He's just a guy out of form. I think there'll be a point in the season, You're maybe probably around right. the holidays, where he'll find his form. He might again, have a little Charlie Austin in him, and he'll put in plenty of goals. Have a great spring. A yep, yeah, maybe. Exactly. And plus, he really was when he came on. He's ten thousand times better. Was better than Rodriguez. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Uh, and it's and and it's obvious that Tadic and Redmond. Redmond's not going anywhere. No. Redmond is cemented in there, which is. I still think is awesome for him. I think so too. Even though he's I, not scoring the fantasy points, he, he's he got, still is good. He hasn't been, but I think he will be good. Let's talk real quickly about uh, probably the best fantasy value right now. One of the best. There's a few great fantasy values. Sandy. He, he's in the top five of yeah, Cazorla. Seven point six last the first four weeks. Seven three nine nine. Is it because he takes the PKs? Doesn't matter. He scores right. I mean, yes. No, I mean, you're right, Scott. He has been taking the PKs, and his last two nines are, are, are a result of that. What, what is the difference? What, I mean, I know part, partially it's coming off of a bit of injury and get playing into form, but this is, too, is this a sign of things to come, Arsenal man, that he played 90 minutes for back-to-back weeks? Yes, it is. He's not, this isn't like, uh, hey, we're going to figure out a way to get some of these other guys in and out of here. Santi's going to rotate Maybe. a little if bit. There's, if there's a week where they have like a two-goal lead, I could see him coming off like, but I mean, it'll be after 60. So, I mean, you'd still get, you'd still get points. But um, I think, I think it, uh, circumstances will determine that. But they, the club is, he is so good at retaining possession once the defense gets it back, and then distributing it up to Ozil and to the wings. None of those his, things give you fantasy points. They don't. It keeps you in the game, though. Sure. And then when you get a 90-minute penalty, all of a sudden you're the one taking it. <laughs> can I Can I just give you one stat that makes me nervous about Santi Cazorla? Sure. Or Cathorla. Cathorla, this year. yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, no, no. They, they always, the English announcers have always gone Cathorla. Well, they said, especially this year, I guess they have all the players and all the squads and like say their own names and he said for the like, announcers, he, and he said it. As they just Cathorla. don't listen. They just don't listen when they when DeBrowna says his name. Ooh. Just saying. But maybe, go ahead. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it's more. Like, maybe it's like a little uh, Stockholm syndrome with 
Dembrana. He's yeah. he's hearing them all the time. Like, no, that my name actually is Kevin Dembrana. <laughs> now that you say it, I love you. I love you, Scott. So your the point? thing that makes me nervous about Cthorla, sure, his past seven Premier League goals have been penalties. So I you're, get it. You're basically riding on penalties. You're you're hoping Mike Dean is the referee for every Arsenal match if you're going to play him. It's the perfect storm. You have Giroud, who's the best faker after Diego Costa. <laughs> Don't bait me. Listen, come on, Scott. Let's hear it because no, it was a it was a perfectly. I, you it was a, were talking. It was a well called. You penalty. said it was, it was the right call. Crap call. It was the right call. And I had to resort to replay video in live action. Yeah, it looked like Giroud committed a foul first. Okay, which then led to Font reacting by falling, grabbing the jersey as he was falling because he was knocked down by Giroud first. I can't believe Font was like, upset that Giroud had. Had boxed him out and out position. It's essentially him. what happened. Sure. In live action, I, the referee had to make a call there because of the amount of contact that was sure. taking place. In 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 and when like I saw the it jersey live, pull, it wasn't a small jersey. And he pull. reached out with his feet. You too, literally couldn't read. You couldn't read the sponsor on the front of Giroud's shirt because it was stretched so hard. I can't believe Font didn't punch the referee. <laughs> I, no kidding. Oh my goodness. I thought he was going to destroy yeah. him. Yeah. But I don't know what he was complaining about, unless he was complaining about about being fouled, fouled first. Okay, and and if that's the case, it's different. Well, I won't. It's not one. I'm not willing to live or die on that PK call. But right. I do want to hear your Arsenal moment after this Arsenal victory, Dave. It listen there. Uh, all right, we'll just dive into it. We'll dive into it because I have uh, my emotions over the past two days. Arsenal won. They didn't win. Excuse me. They played a Champions League match yesterday. They drew PSG 1-1 in a game they had no reason to draw. But bottom line is they got a result. So you should we'll, play We Are the Champions behind your, we should, your we should, moment. We should change the music a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. All right. Dear Arsenal, there are some times in life when you get things you don't deserve. There are some times in life when things don't look good, but you find a way to get a result. In the past four days, I've seen this twice Part of me wants to be angry, because we should be better than that. But then there's this other part of me who realizes that this has been missing from Arsenal the past few years, being able to get results when you aren't at your best. This has been lacking. So here we are, four to five games into the campaign, and while you, we haven't looked good in quotes yet. We've done the necessary job. There is plenty of time to grow, but don't wait too long. Can you read that to me sometime whenever I really need a nap? <laughs> Not like uh, you know, when you need a little little pep talk. Nope. <laughs> Just a nap. <laughs> All right. My Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I was moving no, no, on to no. the next match. We, we he's need a, to. He's, he's supporting you by saying they didn't deserve it. No, no. Scott? Scott? Listen, they didn't deserve it. No, Southampton deserved a point. But. Nathan Redman even said he was, quote, devastated by the result. They, like I said, I think uh, over the past, like last year, last year that would have been a draw. Um, the game against PSG this weekend would have been a loss. He's dropping little, little. Little nuggets inside his words to indicate that he's feeling really good about their chances this early in the year. We're a little lucky. They're little little title getting, nuggets in his words. Luck. Arsenal has never been a club of luck. Luck has not been a friendly to them the last few years. They've gotten a little lucky this year. Shane Long's missed open goals. Cavani's missed 
uh, goals the other day. Just saying, I'll take it. And we got a few results when we shouldn't have got them. I'll take it. All right. I really wanted to hear more about the, the new signings, but we don't have time for the be- it. The best is yet to They go. need time to settle in. Listen, for all those Mustafi mockers, keep mocking. Keep mocking. He's he's going to be all right. He's going to be all... Even though he comes from La Liga, Dave? Yep. Yeah. Uh, even though he comes from La Liga. The worst league in the universe. Everyone's Not the worst. Three Not La the worst. Liga, just just overhyped. I do have a lot of 5-3ers in the league, though. <laughs> well, they'll prove how lucky or unlucky they are at Hull this week. That's right. We will find out. And yeah. Hull, Hull's dangerous. Uh, and Southampton's going to get back on track this weekend. Stoke nil. Tottenham 4. Son with the brace. Ali and Kane also finding the net. Clean sheets all around for your Spurs oh defenders. My. Walker, Eldevereld. Oh Anyone my. else you might happen to own. In our new segment called Stoke City. Good God. <laughs> what? 43 total shots for the season. Only seven shots for Stoke City on target this season. Yeah. Do you know who has so weird, seven man. shots on target? You know who else has seven shots on target? Burnley. You know who else has seven shots on target? Lukaku by himself. <laughs> All in the one game against Sunderland? They have two goals. You know who else has two goals? Who? West Brom. Of course. Yeah, of course. But can I give you look? What are you going to talk about here? Because I because I have two. There are. Th- I just can't believe how bad Stoke is. I know. I agree. That's I mean, what I, I was going to. That's just what can't I was going to get say. over that. I don't know. There's no reason for it. Mark Hughes got sent to the stands. He did. He did for and abusing the, the, the fourth. He's getting charged official. with misconduct. Yes, he is. He must have really talked bad about his mom, Brian. Uh. I know, Scott, you want to talk about Christian Erickson. Two assists. Hey, Scott's been waiting for this game all year. Erickson so looked point. good, but it's Scott's been saying it. Contract is over. That's true. Time to play. It's true. And he, as he looked better, the entire club, the whole starting 11 looked a little bit better. Which, um, and the goals were poured in. And part of it might be that they played Stoke. But uh, you know what? Like they say. Bad Stoke is the best medicine. And what's happening? Oh. And what's happening coming up <laughs> is here? That what they say, yeah. oh, okay. Good, bad medicine. <laughs> yeah. Bad Stoke, good medicine. Yeah. Bad Stoke is. Who's coming back for Spurs? Musa Dembele. Dembele. Oh, yeah. Which is only good for them, and and most good for Harry Kane. Here's what I was gonna say. Dave, do you know how many corners Stoke has taken? I know. In this match, it took eleven. They have 25 for the season. Wow. 25 corners, yeah. which is third. Third most. Third most yeah, in sure. the Premier League for the season. That's Only Spurs and uh, uh, Chelsea have more. Wow. Don't you really, I mean, don't you feel like that's a strange I, correlation for a team with a lack of shots on target? cannot put a shot on target? Can't yeah. Boney help that? He should. He will. Healthy Shakiri can't make that worse. Well, you're not going to count on healthy Shakiri. We can't. need to give. Yeah, I know that's you a bit can't. of a oxymoron there. But yeah. what I'm saying is, yeah. Here's the other thing. Here's their schedule. Eight of their next ten. 
Palace, West Brom, Sunderland, Hull, Swansea, Burnmouth, Watford, Burnley. Do you know who the other two are? United. Uh, United and West Ham. Yeah. What's scary about that? Nothing. Not if, they're gonna, if they're going to turn some if things they're gonna around. If they're going to turn it around, this is, it's going to be now. It's going to be now. It's in the next 10. But I'm not owning a single player until they start doing something. I'm I I you could take a flyer on Boney. Yes. Oh no, I would agree with that. That's that's fair. I think if anyone's going to put the goals in, he will, and uh, he just needs a little time to settle in, and he'll be able to do so in some of those matches. One thing I want to say about the Spurs, and then we'll move on. Oh yeah, Son. Son is the second highest scorer. In for the Spurs in the midfield, you know how many games he's played? One. One. <laughs> he's second to Lamella. Is is he that guy that he had a great week and now like? Well, uh, he's going to jump in on him and he's not going to. do I don't else. know. Yeah, he had. He probably had his best week of the season. But he's a good player, and if Erickson's playing well, yeah. that's going to make everything better. I just thought that was. Uh, Does that mean Lamella's out? If he's playing well, he's odd man out. Ali doesn't move. Well, Dembe- Erickson obviously Dembele is going to further confuse things coming back in as well. They don't exact. You getting that? You getting that coffee right, Brian? <laughs> it sounds so sophisticated. Ideally, what I would like every morning to sound like is a little bit more like the Tea Party in Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> That's. That's really where I'm where I'm going with it. <laughs> okay. All right. Right on. All right. Let's. Uh, I should Scott... wear a giant top hat with what is what's his ratio? What's the what's the fraction that he has in this stuck in his hat in the drawer? It was a four four fifths. <laughs> I think it'd be perfect. Scott, move the show along. All right. Things are looking up for Spurs. Well, they got out of August, so it means Harry Kane can score. Yeah, Harry Kane. And you're right. I might. You're, I might be. I don't know. I'll think about it. I might it, get back on Harry Kane. We'll see. Middlesbrough one, Crystal Palace two, the Borough putting a goal in. Nice header by Daniel Ayala. He was pumped for it too, wasn't he? Man? Palace. Yeah, he was. He was excited. Palace. Speaking of pumped, Christian Benteke putting in uh, the first, and uh, Wilfried Zaha gets the last laugh with the game winner. Laughing in your Zaha face. Zaha laughed at our friend, George Friend. Oh, man. George Friend. As he rounded him. Yes. As he rounded him for that goal. George Friend had a couple of bad plays. Uh, you could ha- you, you have to say it. He's no longer perfect. Hey, you know what, though? No. I was happy for Benteke because he finally got out of the Liverpool shadow that just was cast over him because Liverpool bought him and then never even really gave him a chance. And he goes somewhere else and he starts scoring again. It's like the Liverpool oppression that was on him when he was there, Scott. So you buying Christian Benteke? I'm ignoring the rest. Of maybe, that I'm not yet. <laughs> okay, but maybe. All right. Um, I think he's going to get a lot of goals like that. That is definitely how I think. Yeah, he, he's right there. I think the... he's going to score. Assuming health, yeah. going forward, I think he has a chance to score twelve plus goals. Boney or Benteke? Benteke for sure, maybe Bonnie too. 
both are in the same same range. That's a tough question. Seven and a half. It is seven, a tough question. Seven Who would point, you rather have? Seven point three for Boney. Seven and a half for Christian Benteke. That's it. That's in billions of dollars. By yeah, the way. sure. I don't know. It's a yeah, great it's question. Right. I I like the way Palace is playing a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for but sure. Stokes' upcoming schedule is better, so I, I yeah. don't know. We'll see. That's good. Interesting. Um, Brian, you're going to teach us how to say someone's name. Yeah, sure. Yeah. He's been a staple on the pod, but we're going to we're going to teach you how to say his name again. I can't wait for this. Yeah, I am a little excited because I've always been. You know why you're going to be really excited because the music you're going to put behind this. You know what the music is? Uh, what is Sophie it? Sophie B. Hawkins. Oh, really? Yeah, you might okay. remember a little song of hers. What? What? How did it go? Famous hit song. How, I can't famous remember. Famous hit song from a long time ago. How did it go? It's do are you gonna are you gonna bleep me? Yeah, sure. It was uh, it, a a <laughs> wish I was your lover. Damn, wish I was your lover. Yeah, you remember like that? that? Yeah, you remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Sophie B. Hawkins. <laughs> I love that on this podcast you get a little bit of fantasy soccer advice and obscure music references. Uh, no this week's how to say is personally a breath of fresh air because After- you picked it. <laughs> <laughs> let me finish sorry sorry after sorry. what let me explain why after what feels like a decade of impossible pronunciations endless amounts of vowels and an equally endless amount of scandinavian j's this week is like the feeling of let's say coming down off a mountain into a nice soft valley it's a little bit of foreshadowing. I'll, I'll give that away. All right. This 29-year-old center back for Crystal Palace has a first name is not only shared by one of the members of this very podcast, yeah. is also by some of the most recognizable names in the world. Yeah. Bayo. Bacula. Stap. Yeah. Oh, no. And Pippin. <laughs> yes, of course, that first name... Is Scott like that finishes Scott with a with clean a C? Like a, which, Scott. as we all know, means a person, likely a man, who is from Scotland. Oh, this Scott was born in Liverpool, England. Oh, wow! Did you know that? No. <laughs> hey, you know who this Scott said his Premier League hero is? No, not Luis Suarez. Mm. I know you were thinking it, Scott. You know who he he said. His hero no, is? No, sure. Stevie G. Oh, wow. A Liverpool boy growing up rooting for... Sure. It seems weird because they don't seem like they should be that different in age. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But let's leave the past in the past. Scott's surname is the real treat here. Oh. According to surnamedatabase.com, sponsor us, his surname is der- <laughs> his surname is derived from the old English word that means small valley. The oh. word is Danu. Danu. Perhaps a little known real fact. It was common practice in the Middle Ages to name people groups based on the geographical or landscape features that were around them. Oh, okay. Not only that, we get the rare privilege of the double set of repetitive double consonants in first and last name. Little known made-up fact, the ancients employed this naming device with the thought that double consonants in a person's name would bring good luck and a soft yet full head of hair. Well, congrats, ancients. Because even if I made that up, your naming voodoo worked. 
because our lushly headed yet powerful double consonant in his name having Crystal Palace center back is none other than Scott Dan. 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 I wish I was your lover. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's excellent, Brian. You know what would have been awesome is if his first name was Dale or Glenn. Dale, Dale Dan? Glenn Dan. Because those are both other Glenn. names for valleys. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been like second or third level naming. Sure. Naming, yes, Meta. for his parents well, to have named him Glenn Dan. Scott Danu- Danur. Glenn with two N's. Sure. Glenn. Double T, double N. Scott Look, Dan. Scott Dan. I like Scott Dan. He yeah. seems like a good dude. I'd take him on my team. He looks a little bit like uh, uh, Charlie from Lost. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> wow. yeah. Uh, Dominic, uh, what's his, what's his uh, last name? Yeah, I got nothing. Come on, man. I wish what? we had IMDb. If only there were some device right in front of us stupid, that we could look stupid up. Stupid stat facts. guys. Not getting us stats. <laughs> you want to talk about Pape Suarez? Car uh, crash. Car crash. Oh no! Do we have time? No. We need to speed that along. Unless he unless broke his leg. Like your fifth. That's defender. horrible. No, no, it's a terrible thing. What I'm yeah. saying is, it was a scary crash. It's bad. It's bad for Palace. But happy. We wish him well. We want him to get better. Palace's upcoming schedule: Stoke at Sunderland at Everton, West Ham. Hmm. Speaking of West Ham, West Ham two, Watford four. Didn't see that one coming. Uh, the Hammers score two thanks to Mikhail Antonio. And boy, were they feeling good after those two. In fact, so good that Troy said that it inspired them to get after it and uh, put their four wonder, in the net. There must have been a little, little trash talking going on or something after that second goal. I don't, I'm sure they didn't love the worm. Sure. After the first one. And then he puts in a second. And yeah, he's, they, yeah, they talk Pyatt, about What are we Pyatt, to make? Pyatt... Pyatt, the assist was as it was the it might have been the play of the weekend, yeah. the Rabona assist on Antonio's, yeah. and that was part of what Dini commented on as well that they didn't like uh, that you know they'd put two in in the first half and felt pretty good about themselves they could do those kinds of things, but he even admitted it was a nice play because it was really pretty, right? Really pretty, but BBC did point out that Payet was all that they had. They over-relied on Dimitri Payet to create their offense, and as the match went on, he faded, and with his fading, so too did the rest of the team. What are we to make of Antonio? You make him into your lineup. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I made him into my lineup this, this in, will my, also in be our a, draft league and in Premier League. This is going to be a theme coming up over the next couple matches we discuss of the three players that I have him they've been scoring, but they haven't been career goal scorers. And it's, it's like, if, if it's like, I thought they would have stopped by now, but we're four games into the season. Capu, Leroy fur and Antonio are yeah. continuing dilemmas. To... They're fantasy dilemmas. They are because they're those guys. As soon as you put them in the lineup, they're going to stop. Right. <sighs> right. That's how it goes. Drives me bananas. Not, Antonio. not this week when I put him into my Antonio lineup and scored... he scored a brace. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Antonio scored last year. I'm the only one that's cursed in this show. An- Antonio scored last year. Yeah. Um, he did. And not think, at this rate. A lot of not it. Not at this 
None a lot of, of it is rate. the injuries, though. A lot of it is the injuries. There's not. There's no one else to do it. There's no one else to do it for West Ham. He's been opportunistic, and maybe, maybe you could say that as they start to get some more of their guys back, they're going to need him less, and so the opportunities will be there less, and therefore the goals will dry up a little bit. But as long as they keep playing with half their squad, keep him in there, right? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, Brian, you have you put him in there. I put him in there. My expectation was, like we said, I think we talked about it last week, in fact, just that with uh, with other players getting healthy in the defense, that he, or who did they sign? I feel like they had a signing that, Okaka, came, that, right? that's, that came no, in no, no, right no, away, Swarper, and, that, and they talked about him because of where he was positioned, it, yes. it automatically it, took the defensive pressure off Antonio. Well, he was going to be playing left back, and Antonio could move up. Right, that's, and that's, that's exactly what, what ha- and that's exactly what has happened. And now he's and he's turning it into effective goal scoring. Yeah. Can I talk about Odianagalo for a second? Sure. He put in the first goal for Watford. Are Surprisingly, you... since his first goal of the year, right? Yep. If he's going to get back on track. I'm saying, listen to this. I don't believe this, but go ahead. In his goal explosion last fall, that's between August 8th and December 28th, 2015, Odin Agallo scored 13 goals in that stretch. You know who was against? Everton, Swansea, a brace against Newcastle, Burnmouth, West Ham, Villa, Norwich, Sunderland, a brace against Liverpool and Spurs. I guess you could throw his January goal, which was goal 14, in there. Because it happened right at the beginning of January against Newcastle. Didn't score again until May against Norwich. You know what all of those teams, almost all of them have in common? Bottom table? Outside of the They're top terrible. Yeah. 13th or worse for all but... I mean, Everton was okay. Liverpool, Liverpool, and Everton were both middling defensively. Yeah. Spurs was Spurs was the only team in there, that, and West Ham actually was really good defensively last year too. Final statistics, but it was early in the year. But that list is mo- mostly made up of lower table. Watford's defense. next seven, after United this weekend, Burnley, Burnmouth, Middlesbrough, Swansea, Hull, Liverpool. You're saying I'm saying uh, he's coming into a favorable stretch of matches. Yes, and he beat. He used the favorable stretch he had last year to pound on them. He killed crap teams. Hmm. He's a crap killer. He finally scores. Yeah, Watford has looked okay. I think everyone would agree. He's not. They've not been the worst. No, it's true. If there's a time, he's seven point three, which it makes him the same price as Boney, and he's only five point five percent owned. Brian, that's the closest thing to sound fantasy. I don't know how Brian did it. We're get he told me he was gonna. He told me he was gonna. I'm gonna tell you something that's gonna change your mind about Ighalo. Ick. It was ick, but we, we let him get the G back in this weekend, right? Yeah, oh, he goal. put the G in Agallo for sure this weekend. It's good. That's good. That's in, that's intriguing. All Very I'm intriguing. saying is, it when 
for whatever reason, going into this week, I said, you know what? I want to like that guy. Everybody wants to like that guy. He was so good last year. Yeah, I wonder if there's anything to that. What happened to him <laughs> last year? Sure enough, there is something that is there. Wow. I'm just saying. Yeah. No, that's good research. If there's a time, it might be now. Which you said that, you said almost that exact w- line last week when we said, if there's a time to own Lukaku, it is now. It's now. Hey, don't get ahead of ourselves. I want well, just for, you know foreshadowing there. Listen, Etienne Capu, Scott. Top, top fantasy scorer so far. 34 total fantasy points. Value 10, 9, 2, and 13. Is he just happening to have that stretch of matches oh at the start gosh. of the season? Or is this something that Walter Mazzari is no. bringing out? I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's weird, but the ride the weirdness. Uh, I, I don't know what else you do, but put. Listen, he's four point eight for God's sakes. What do you What do you got to lose? I mean, I don't know. He strikes me four point eight billion dollars any, any week. When uh, you put him in, he's gonna he's gonna dry up. Her, it strikes me that way. Her uh, the Taga statistic. This was that's yeah. the source on this one. He I just his. His conversion rate, the suggestion from them is, as they ask the question, is this real? Three shot, three goals from four shots on target. The, saying basically, this is an impo- It's an impossible to sustain to conversion rate. rate. Maybe. Four shots is not a ton. Right. Four matches. Well, no, it's it's one shot per match, and yeah. he's hitting it. So what it's they, like what they are saying is that because of the way he's being deployed, it's. There, it's, it's more box-to-box, box, which is giving him shots from slight distance that he's converting right now. Wow. Which is why, under Mazzari, we are seeing more of him. So, uh, if, there's a, so if there's a guy, Scott, Alec like Baldwin. you said, if, if there's a guy who's going to... Uh, you're going to put him in, his, in your lineup and then the production disappears. It could be him. It very well could be him. Yeah. But for that money... That's the thing. Yeah, I encourage. We don't have time to talk about no. it. But I encourage everyone to go to the uh, to the Guardian and to read up on the West Ham Stadium issues. They've written a couple of uh, reports about the continuing saga of weird, the man. London Stadium. So weird. LS one eighty five. Look into it. That's our little teaser for. And you're welcome, the Guardian. Yeah, sure. Bournemouth one, West Brom nil. The lone goal coming from. Our boy, Callum Wilson. Although I have to say, Jordan Ibe and Jack Wilshire did pretty well, even if it didn't show up on the fantasy stat sheet. How many minutes did Jack Wilshire play? 30-ish. Did it, he, he subbed on, right? Yep. He, um, he played pretty well. He did. He, listen, again, he for Arsenal, when he played, he always played well. He just, and I've said this, you know, I sound like a broken record. He just could never stay healthy. Play three or four games. Be hurt, miss a couple games, come back in. But if he can stay healthy for them, and maybe maybe the trick is to only play him, give him the Sturge treatment, just let him play 30, 30 minutes per game, and maybe he doesn't get hurt. This is the perfect match to show the danger of owning a baggie. Yeah. 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 Rondon does not start, subs on for 30 minutes or whatever it was. Barahino plays by himself up top. 
who is not back to form yet. Not anywhere near the if, best we've seen him. If they, what, the only how baggies. different is it for them if they score early? A little? Maybe. Is there any difference in approach to them at any point <laughs> in any match? No. The only, the only baggage you should be owning is Foster and the defenders. I mean, if you, in my opinion... That's what I mean. I, I mean, I that was uh, that was uh, helped to balance out any good decision I made this week by trying to make sure I got Solomon Rondon into my lineup at a great value. Yeah, but like you've said forever, Scott, value what good does value do yeah. to you if nobody if the person doesn't do anything yep. to, to get any points? There's no such thing as value. It's about scoring points. I was frustrated when I watched this match because Kevin Friend was the referee. That guy's a pushover. Referees are going to, we, we talked about this before the season started. Referees make a difference in fantasy Premier League football because, especially with the player behavior rules that have supposedly been uh, heightened, uh, they're supposed to be more important, more scrutinized this year. Uh, we're finding that uh, the referees are not applying these equally. Martin Atkinson didn't hesitate in giving out cards this past weekend. And every time he's like, What do you want me to do? You're running at me and you're yelling at me. Yellow card. Kevin Friend had several instances where he was dealing with that from specifically West Brom players. A couple of times, Fletcher yeah. was coming after him. Nothing. Pushover. That matters because if if West Brom are playing a physical match and they're getting called for fouls and they're arguing with the referees, they should be seeing cards. And that should be affecting the point totals for our token baggy defenders. Guys like Kevin Friend don't help that. And and I just hope as we I, I'm enjoying the player behavior enforcement. I think it's a good thing. I hate seeing guys circling around referees after fouls are called. Especially it's helping on penalty kick calls because those are always the worst. Jose Font. <laughs> well, yeah, that one aside. But it I, I it bothered me seeing Martin Atkinson in one match strictly applying those rules and Kevin Friend doing nothing about it at all in this match. Drove me crazy. That That makes a difference in fantasy soccer when yellow cards and red cards deduct points. That's all. Wow. I'm, I'm going to stop there. End of rant one. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Burnley, one. Hull, one. Stephen DeFore scoring a screamer for Burnley. While Robert Snodgrass, and Dave, I'm going to call him legit. Hey, Equalized Snod. for Hull. Yeah. So I kept thinking to myself, when Hull was last in the Premier League, why wasn't he any good? Why don't I remember him? And then I realized he got hurt for the year in their first match. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he's here and is not going That's, anywhere. He's a good player. And he, if he was playing for other teams, he'd be starting for them too. It's not just because he's playing for Hall. He's a gritty, good player. He's good on free kicks. He's good on corners. Um I think he's going to continue to contribute. And that's the thing. We're talking about a handful of guys who are contributing early in the year, and are they going to continue doing that, or is this just when they happen to be contributing their one phase of the year where they do well? I think Snodgrass sticks around. I really do. Hall continues to grind out results. It's going to help him in April and May. Absolutely. Snodgrass is the ninth highest scoring midfield. Yeah, he was on my right bench now. this week, in case anyone Hide wanted with, to know. Uh, Stupid me. Tied with Lalana, who's been really good. I like he's Lallana. in form right now too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had Klopp fair. loves I had, Lallana. I had Fair on my bench too. You had Fair. Yeah, who was I going to play him over? Raheem Sterling, mm. Eden Hazard. Maybe should have. Yeah, no I'm kidding. <laughs> but on paper, no. Um, our boy Billy Bob Heaton, he, he just kind of had an average game. Uh, DeFore, 
I wonder if that's. I mean, he showed something on that shot. That he has an shot. assist and a goal now. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. a ton of minutes. You're, really. not, you're not going to score a lot of goals like that. The only Hull. It's funny. It's it's weird how fantasy works. Hull has players, as in Snodgrass and Davies, two players that are probably worth a look. And and Jakubovic, honestly, a little bit. He's not far down, in the the goalkeeper points. Um, Burnley, other than Grayer Vokes and maybe Tom Heaton. I'll keep my eye on DeFore, but there's yeah, not there's, there's not many other fantasy players. Paul's right now the third best overall defensive rated team. Yeah. In in soccer. In real soccer. Everton and Manchester City are the only two that are above them. Yeah. I, listen there, Paul is finding ways to Leicester City their way, to Fox their way into results early in the season. Are you trying to set me up with the segue? Um, just, just say no. That wasn't even. That wasn't even. Well, it worked. Okay, fair enough. Liverpool four, Leicester one. Uh, Scott, why didn't you lead off with this match? You know, Brian, he's been just waiting to talk about. For me, why did you kind of? Gush. Why would you bury it after Burnley and I went, then Burnley? It's still early in the year, so I'm going in order of when they were played. Gush. Let's hear it, Scott. Firmino with the brace. Sorry, yeah. Brian. We already talked about that. Oh, that's brutal. Sadio Mane with another goal. He is the engine right now of the offense. Uh, and honestly, he's the one guy I'm playing if I'm going to pick one like at random. I know Firmino put in two, and he's doing really well. But Mane's the guy that's making it happen. And then Adam Lallana, we already talked about that. Uh, I will say this front three of Firmino, Sturridge, and Mane was the best front three we've seen from Liverpool yet this year. They played really well together, and I don't think that's – a uh, an accident. I think Sturridge being back in his usual central uh, forward role with Mane and Firmino on each side, that, that looked really good. Now, obviously, that leaves Coutinho out, and that's not going to happen, but there are options there at Liverpool. The goal for Leicester put in by Jamie Vardy, it was a gift. It was the worst defensive play. That was a play. Lucas own goal, might as well have been. <laughs> that was, a, that was, that was an a, assist. It was so bad. <laughs> that we decided to give it the Cameron Jerome Wasteful Player of wow. the Week Award, wow. which we haven't done for someone who gives a goal to the other team before, but it was just that bad. Lucas passed the ball in front of the goal, like 10 feet away from Vardy. Straight Top, to Vardy. He pretty much just taps it in. Topping, it in. topping honorable mentions, George Friend and Shane Long. I still think Shane Long should get it. Well, he would traditionally get it, but Lucas's play was so bad. Now, ironically, he Boom. had a good game at center back. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> he, he did well. And Brother Matt's mad at me that I'm giving him this award because he did have such a good match. But that one play, that was that was Howler with a capital H. And uh, so it, it was brutal. Liver- I no. tweeted out, like, even plays like, it feels like, those goals shouldn't count as much in fantasy, but they do. Vardy gets a goal. Liverpool lose their clean sheet. I mean, it had an impact in fantasy fo- uh, football, unfortunately. Poor Flappy. Flappy Bird. Simon he he can never get a clean sheet. When was the last time Liverpool held a clean sheet? I feel like it's been forever. Uh, I don't know, but you want to know? Enough. You want to know Just the kidding. last time the reigning Premier League champion won at Anfield? No. December two thousand seven. When Manchester United won one nothing. Wow. How about Interesting. that? Interesting. Interesting stuff. Uh, Dave, you'll be happy to hear Leicester is currently 15th in the table. Huh, I mean, that's no surprise to me. Uh-huh. Saw that coming. Relegation pick. Hey, Scott, Liverpool, what gives? <laughs> like, 
This is a they looked really good. It's amazing to me the the different teams that we have in the top half. Well, everywhere in the table, and every team has their own story and feel. Mine for Liverpool is they can show up against Arsenal and play well. Four to three, they win. They show up against Leicester. Four to one. They showed up against Spurs too. Let's be honest. They played. Yeah, they should have. Tottenham. Yes. That should not yeah, have been one one. That's fair. Yeah. Lose the, to Burnley. The Burnley is the weird one. But what I'm saying is, I feel like there is, like I'm not a believer yet because there's no consistency at anything yet. There's no consistency at lineup. There's no consistency with results, and I just never know what I'm gonna get from them any week. The only thing I do feel confident about is Adam Lallana, who's second to Firmino on the team in scoring, and Klopp seems to love him. Yep. Uh, somewhat valid, although you know Milner and Klein, left and right back respectively. That's 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 going to stay that way at least for the first half of this year, till the January window. Center back is is a, is a puzzle. Lovren got punched in the face during training. What was that? Yeah, so that he was out. That you guys, yeah. That was- yeah, like Mike Tyson hit him, which is why Lucas was in there. Um, but honestly, there is a great team there. Uh, it, they just haven't been able to. A- am I fair though in that analysis? Did Lucas punch him? Maybe <laughs> be able to play. Um, is that fair, or am I being am I being too too Arsenal? I think I think in a month you're going to be like, man, Lovren and Matip, those are two great center backs. I think Malta is, is going to be good. Though. I like him. He's um, like seven foot eight though. When Alderman Henderson, they've. They've locked in their roles in that midfield. Really, the the question is who's going to play in that front three and how many are each of them going to get? That's really the question. I don't know. It remains to be seen. And will Philip Coutinho uh, play more than 20 minutes? Yeah. Hey, I, he will most of the time. He got back late from the international Yeah, for break, sure. And that's not going to happen It just again. seems like he's one of the first guys to to get his minutes he is. capped. Yeah. Sturge was back in the lineup. I'm not playing him yet. Mane, Coutinho, Lalana, Firmino, all worth starts if they find a way in your lineup. On the other side of the ball, Leicester, Leicester side, Vardy and Mares. Vardy got a goal, although it was completely gifted to him. What are we to make of those two? Mares is should not even be considered is, at this point. Mares is scores. He's too expensive. Eight, three, zero, and two. Yeah, I so sold- good week one. Yeah, I sold. I had Mares to start. Sure, I did. I and sold. Wanted to have faith in him for that second week, and so I did. And then I sold him after that second week. It's it's amazing. I mean, maybe I you know, like I mentioned before, maybe Conte meant that much to both of their values that it's lacking. Definitely is. Uh, Liverpool at Chelsea this weekend. No John Terry for Chelsea. Friday match. Get your lineups done early. That's a Friday match. Yeah. And what about Emre Chan? Coming back soon. Does he matter? He'll find his way back into the Where's Where is he going to play? He won't find his... Unless someone else gets hurt, he's not finding his way back into that lineup. Yeah. I don't know. They got too many players. Too many ballers, Scott. It's a good problem to have. Swansea 2, Chelsea 2, Gilfie with a PK, and then Leroy Fur with a controversial second goal for Swansea. By for hooker Chelsea. By crook. Hooker by Crook, and Leroy Fur. This was I think he did both on that play. Yeah. Uh for the Blues, Acosta Brace. That was pretty predictable. Not so much the two from Swansea, though. It was a good good match to watch. Brian, you know how evil. Listen, we've 
it's well documented on this podcast that Costa exudes evil. Yeah. He is the epitome of evil. And that curly hair is the cherry on top. Of the villain. His goals, Brian, this week. I don't want to talk about him. Brian, his goals this week. 18th minute and 81st minute. Inverse of each what? other. That's totally epitome. something that a, a devil would do. Absolutely. Not hey, even no, a but in all seriousness, picked up a yellow card. Then in the second half, a clear dive when Again, Fabianski came out on him. I cannot believe this is three out of four yes. games he should have got ejected. That's right. Dave's taking on my referee rant. Oh part my two. gosh. Preventing him from scoring his second goal f- or a goal You can't even make in this up. It's the third time in four games a second yellow would have kept him. Now who's lucky, Dave? Oh my gosh, Chelsea. Chelsea has been beyond lucky this year. Beyond lucky. And I think their luck's about to run out. I hope Liverpool beats him 10 to 1. The only problem is I don't think Liverpool is going to show up. Oh. Uh-oh. I want them to. It's at the bridge. Chelsea's I hosting. want them to. But Liverpool hasn't been consistent for two games yet, really, this year, result-wise. So this is the off week, you think? I don't want it to be, but I think it might. I want them to to beat them like they've never been beat before. You know what would make me a fan of Diego Costa? Like, I would finally have to, uh, I would have to finally give in and say, like, no, that's pretty pretty amazing what if What's he that? scored a goal at the 66.6 minutes yes every perfect. time <laughs> so every hey. time it's like six 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 diego costa fantasy wise we need to talk about this 9.9 value yeah his scores last four weeks five 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 ironically brian if you wouldn't have had yellow cards would have been six 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 <laughs> and yes. then this last week was 12 with the brace mm. which would have been 13 without that yellow card i mean he literally I mean he'll get suspended he's already got four yellows he'll be suspended before i think you accumulate six and you get suspended for like three games i don't remember exactly what that is but five and you're suspended for one but we'll double check well, no, no, I, and Scott, you might be right, but then, but that they continue to accumulate, and you eventually get to a point where you'll start missing games yep. with an accumulation. Anyways, can I close the book on Costa with a quick limerick? Yeah, it's this is my probably the worst one I've ever written, okay. probably the worst one. Okay, it's tempting to call it a waste of space, but he's provided a compelling enough case. Costa scored two, despite flopping. Boo hoo. Now, could someone please punch him in the face? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'll do for, it. For my money, it's nowhere near filthy enough limerick. Yeah, sure. I, I thought like for it. sure it should have, it should feature the word Nantucket. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what would rhyme with Nantucket? There are several things. Oh, okay. Uh, listen, Hazard had a horrible game. Of course, listen... <laughs> Why I would ever go away from my values, Brian. I say every week if you have Ibrahimovic, you captain him. I did not this week. I thought surely the, the relegated Swansea, yeah, yeah. I would go with Hazard as a captain. And you know what he did for me, Brian? He performed the worst he has all season. He got me one point, mm-hmm. total of two because of the captain. He was my vice captain. Completely wasted it. Never happening again. 
Oh. Yeah. All right. You heard it here first. Hazard with a brace this weekend against Liverpool. Fine. Not on me. It won't be on my watch. <laughs> Sunderland nil. Everton three. Lukaku is back. Or is he? Was this just Sunderland? Come on, ride that train. Lukaku. Choo-choo. <laughs> yeah. Do more choo-choos. <laughs> uh, Lukaku says he's back. I think he is. He, he was feeling it. We already said is. that Everton's schedule couldn't be better coming up. Yep. This was the perfect time to get started. I, I bought it myself Yeah. and Captain Lukaku, I, which is the one thing that kept me in, in anything this week. I bought him but did not captain him. I definitely put uh, – I took your advice last week. I took Scott's advice. Scott intentionally screwed me. But, Brian, I, I appreciate your advice. <laughs> Unintentionally. Yeah, I forgot All about I, Seamus. I can't believe I sold Roberto for me. <laughs> but you can't make every perfect decision. Listen, kudos to us. And maybe other people would have said it, but Lukaku by far is the best call of the week. Yeah. Right? First yeah. hat trick of the Premier League season. He gets it. We said buy him like he'll ne- he'll never be lower than right now at nine point zero value yeah he goes out and scores a hat trick in the first first game now he obviously won't happen every week but we've already documented this everton's upcoming schedule is magical yep and i like the fact brian you said he thinks he's back or he's saying he's back because that means he's confident that's going to show up in how he plays yeah it's all working for him yeah the everson everton defense is going to continue to tighten up with ashley williams playing and with coleman it helps as well and baines so um Right, listen, get on the cumin train, brother Matt. Get on the cumin train. It's okay to wear blue under your red. I don't know for a Liverpool fan. Yeah, I don't is. know if that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do admire them from a distance, though. Sure. You like cumin. You like cumin. Uh, yeah, I do. Okay. We're there. Uh, we made it. Yeah. Whirlwind tour through the matches. Hopefully you got some good fantasy God, advice had, in I there. I feel like there's so much stuff we could have dove into deeper. Second just, show. There was just so much we need to. Should we it's start just a matter over? of time. Just yeah. Well, maybe we'll just we'll we'll start over. Okay. Listen. Um, I'm C. Mason Colgate. <laughs> Kringleberry <laughs> over here. Yep. Uh, listen. Thanks for listening. We uh, we had a great time today. Listen. Soccer's awesome. And and there's <laughs> yes, some cha- there's Champions League games today. Yep. Listen. Thanks for listening. We've had a great time today as usual. Maybe we tried to cram too much in. Maybe we didn't have enough. I don't know. But uh, don't forget, as Scott mentioned earlier, the Friday lineups. Uh, Chelsea and Liverpool play Friday night. So if you have those players, that's a very fantasy-worthy game with a lot of players going. So uh, so keep that in mind. And and the lineups will lock. The lineups will lock. Them. So um, listen, for Scott, for Brian, I'm David. And uh, until next time. <laughs>